Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today, I have my sister, Rifki Brownstein, who you may have already met in the recording we did together on the Nurtured Heart Approach quite a while back. But today, Rifki is going to show us another side of her incredible um, talents, which is that Rifki also is a personal organizer. And the thing that I value most about you, Rifki, is uh, specifically in this realm, is that you do it with an understanding of life, of flow, of things not always going the same, of kids. Like I watched you in all stages of your life when your kids were super, super young, when you had little babies, when you're pregnant um, with, you know, a bunch of kids regardless. And it's not like your kids can't play in certain areas or can't sit on the couch because like it's going to get messy or like your kids are allowed to be themselves and they're allowed to make messes. And there isn't like this tense, stressful, like kind of rigidity, rigidity of like this house needs to stay organized like your house is lived in and comfortable and welcoming and yet every closet is like a pleasure to look inside taking a snack from your house is so fun because it's so inviting everything's clean and everything has its place and everything flows so Rifki take it away tell us who you are where you live and then I can't wait to hear your nuggets and tips about organization well thank you I'm so excited to share with you and with anyone listening um, organizing is one of the things that makes me feel so energized. And, you know, if I'm like feeling down and I organize, I feel like I just ran a marathon. Like it makes me so happy. Um, so I live in Philadelphia. I have five beautiful children that I'm very grateful for and a wonderful husband. And I was always organized, I would say. Um, just, I think, born with a desire to be organized. Um, when I was a kid, I would take all my stuff that I owned, empty it all into my bed. And then, you know, those videos where they show like, does this bring you joy? I would do that. And I didn't even know that that was a thing. I just knew that I didn't want stuff that I don't use or that I don't need. And whatever I did use and did need, I wanted it to be organized. Um, so I would put all the stuff on my bed and go through one thing at a time. Where does this go? Where does this go? Where does that go? And then if I had a group of things that didn't go anywhere, like my eraser collection, I would be like, oh, I need a container for my erasers. I need something to hang all my earrings. These are just in the drawer and I can't see them. So, um, I think I was just kind of always that way. And as I got to have my own home, it was fun for me to think about, you know, how do I want to keep organized and where do I want to put all this stuff? And I think the number one thing that other people have told me that I do when they come to my home, that's something that they tell me, which is something that I've been made aware of because I don't do it on purpose. I only have in my house exactly what I need and what I use um, or what I think I will use. Like I have, you know, a pencil holder with like five pencils and two pens, because that's what we use. Um, if I had a bunch of extra pencils, they would go in a container for extra school supplies. Um, you know, in my cabinet where I keep my mugs, I have like six mugs and I have five cereal bowls. Um, I don't have a lot, a lot of stuff. And I think that that really helps with staying organized because the more stuff you have, the harder it is to keep organized. So I would say that's the number one thing that I feel like really helps me to just not have too much stuff that I don't need. I love that. And I know that you like um, 
are the same way with your fridge. Like in my fridge, you know, you might open the drawer and find some soggy, moldy vegetables in the back of the drawer <laughs> because I just never look back there. Um, so, so yeah, so help us like on a daily basis or weekly basis or monthly basis, or maybe taking us through each of those. How do you keep that up? What does that look like to manage that, that it stays that way? Because I know that I might get inspired and do this like deep, clean organizing, like everything, or even just one area or fridge. We just said fridge, you know, I might clean out my fridge. I might get it beautiful. But in five minutes, you know, not literally, but so fast it gets disorganized again. So talk about that, like, how do you train yourself, your kids, your home? How does that look to just keep it flowing? Um, that's a really good question. What I would say is that everybody has a different personality and what's going to work for one person might not work for someone else. So it's important to keep in mind thinking of whatever I share making it in a way, if you want to do it and make it your own, doing it in a way that will work for you. Um, and so I'm going to try to give a little bit of different ways of doing things that may not be the way I do them, because it really has to be your personality and fit with your life in order for it to stick. So if you are starting with this organization and you just want to organize, that could be really, really overwhelming. Where do you start? So I would say starting slowly. Um, but having organizing in your schedule. So like my home is already organized. You know, when I moved in, I have a miscellaneous drawer with containers that have with sections for my rubber bands, for my batteries. So if you don't have that, it's going to be a different system of organizing your home. So I would say to start in one place that you want to organize that bothers you the most, whether it's a drawer or a room or, you know, books, toys, whatever it is, and to really do one thing at a time and focus on that. And then when you're done, focus on something else and having it organizing in your schedule. So just like if you want to go on a walk, you have to think about when am I going to go walking every day? Okay, I'll go after dinner or I'll go in the morning. When we want to get something done and we say, oh, I'll do it sometime, sometime may never happen. So I find that it's really helpful to Choose, amount of choose an amount of time, whether it's, you know, 45 minutes, I think is a good amount. But even if it's 20, even if it's five, start somewhere, put it in your calendar, whether it's once a week, every day, what what's going to work for you? If you're very busy, you might want to say 45 minutes on a Sunday. If, you know, you're home more often and you want to do it every day and you're excited about it, you might want to do 20 minutes every night or 20 minutes every morning after the kids leave the house, whatever it is, and choose one, tackle one thing at a time. Okay, now I'm organizing the books. Now I'm organizing the toys. Now I'm organizing the games. And yeah, it might take you a while, but it's very doable. And once everything is organized, then it's much easier to maintain. So I would say to keep a clean home and an organized home is different, but kind of similar because when the home is clean, it feels better to be able to then organize because it could feel really overwhelming when things are not clean and not organized. And it's like, Oh my goodness, where do I start? So having a routine of cleaning the home is really important, I think, um, also in your schedule. So for me, I clean my home every morning, right when my kids leave to school. That's what works for me. Again, it might not work for you. It's finding what is going to work for you. Um, my kids leave the house at 830. I spend 45 minutes, anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour, 
walking through each room. I have a starting point and an point and an end point, like a maze. You know, I start in my bedroom. I don't leave that room until that whole room is done. Because sometimes you might go from room to room to room. Oh, here's batteries. Let me go to the kitchen. Oh, I'm in the kitchen. Let me put away the pots. Oh, I'm putting away the pots. Let me go put the towels in the wash. And it could feel really disorienting. So one thing that I tell people is to have a miscellaneous box. I just throw it out of the room. I'm in the room. And if there's something that doesn't belong there, I just put it by the door. And when I leave that room, I gather it, go to the next room. But what could be really nice is to have a bin, a box, a container, whatever. Whatever doesn't belong in that room, put it in that container. And as you go through the rooms, you know, let's say I have toys in that container because they were on my bed that my daughter brought in the morning. I'm going to bring it with me when I go to the toy room and put it away the toys. And then in the toy room, I see there's plates that go in the garbage and there's a garbage. There's not a garbage in that room. Those plates are going to go in the bin. I'm not going to leave that room until that room is clean. So whatever doesn't belong in that room is going to go in that bin. And it just really helps to focus on one thing at a time. And I always tell people, don't think about anything else at all besides that one space. So, you know, come into your bedroom, make the beds, pick everything up from the floor and put them on your bed. Take all the hamper and put them in the, in the, take all the clothes and put them in the hamper. Um, put all garbage in the garbage can, you know, wipe down countertops. Then go to the bed. Okay, what are all these things I picked up on the floor? Where, where does this go? Where's that go? Oh, this doesn't belong in this room. It goes in this bin and it goes out the door for the next room. And that way, it might take a lot of time in the beginning, but once you start doing that and it becomes your routine, it could be, all you have to do is maintain it on a daily basis. So it, it, it really takes super fast. Um, some people can't do it in the morning. You can do it at night. Um, I have my night time. I have my morning routine and my nighttime routine. So my morning routine is gathering all the laundry, putting it in the wash, going from room to room. Um, my kids started making their beds, which I'm grateful for. But if there's any beds unmade, make their beds, pick up any laundry, take out the trash. Um, and before I go to sleep at night, I sweep up, clean the counters, and wash all the dishes. Now, there used to be a time when my kids were little and my you know, dishwashing routine was in the morning because it was more important for me to go to sleep. But I always know when it's going to get done, which kind of calms me down because I think having a time of when something is going to happen for an organized brain or for, or for a brain that feels overwhelmed by the mess, it's like, okay, it's going to happen at this time and it's never going to pile up that it's too much to handle. So really scheduling, when is it going to work for me to organize? When is it going to work for me to clean my home? And having that on the calendar. So other times when it's not time to clean or organize and I feel overwhelmed, I could remind myself it's not, it's coming. That time is going to come, but it's not right now. Now I could focus on something else. So I find that that really helps a lot, having it in the calendar of when it's going to happen and even writing it down and having it on your fridge, you know, of when you're going to do it could be really helpful. And I just want to say that I can attest to that because when I remember back in the day when we lived together um, and your kids were super young and I was over at your house all the time, lived together in the same city, I mean, um, and I came over all the time when your kids were super, super young and babies. Um that was one of the things that really struck me is that when your kids were up and playing, that's all that existed. You were hanging out with them or um, even, you know, preparing food or whatever, but like 
you weren't running after them cleaning. You weren't making, you weren't like worried that like there were bins of toys out or that, you know, the kids were eating and their plates were on the table and there were crumbs. You weren't like wiping crumbs as they're eating, you know? And um, I remember you telling me that, that like, it was so, so such important messages for me to hear. I was a young girl, Um, but you would share that like, right now my house is supposed to be messy because right now we're living in it. And then tonight I will go from room to room and clean it so that tomorrow morning we'll wake up to a clean home. But that's when it's supposed to be neat. Now it's supposed to be messy. And there was just this like acceptance of it that was so helpful. And what's interesting is that what I've seen in myself and in others is that like you're saying, when there isn't that time that I know I'm going to get to it the whole time I'm worried about it. And so it's so ineffective because during the time when life is supposed to be messy because we're hanging out and living, I'm stressed and cleaning and it's not getting clean because there's people in the way and because they keep making the mess and we're not getting that quality time and we're not getting that sense of um, peaceful permission to just be messy and human, you know, just live. Um, And then also I'm so exhausted by the time it is time to clean that I'm like, I've been cleaning all day. I just can't handle this house. I just want to sit down and put my feet up. And so it's not motivating to like do it again after you've been trying to do it all day. And so it's so easy to give up. So I love that, that like clarity of right now I'm not cleaning, which means that if there's a mess, that's what's supposed to be here. We're living here. And then um, now it's time to clean up. I'm going to focus and I'm going to get it done. And I love that idea of room to room to room. Let me um, bring you to something that I know has helped me a lot in my life from you Um, when you said you do the laundry. So you're talking about going from room to room to room, but sticking in the room until it's done. Where does the laundry fit into that and how do you keep it up um, so that it never is too much or maybe you do it all? Like, yeah, talk to us about your laundry routine because I know that's something that we're all dealing with. So I found a laundry routine that works for me that is really works really great and is not overwhelming this I know it will not work for everyone because some people are really particular about their laundry and about their clothes, which is a good thing. We can all, uh, we're all good at different things. Um, so for me, what I do is I have a hamper in the bathroom downstairs where all my kids' laundry goes. They're supposed to put it in there. So there's only one place. My kids' bedrooms are downstairs. So there's one place where I have to be collecting the laundry from downstairs, which is the bathroom. So after I clean up the downstairs, I bring up the laundry and put it into straight into the washing machine. And then my room where I have my laundry bin, When I after I clean my room, I take it out and I put it in the laundry. So if I was in that room and taking out the laundry, I would do the same idea of the things that don't belong there. I would take all the laundry and put it out of the room on the floor, clean the room. And right when I walk out the room, I take it and I put it into the washing machine. Now, I do three, you know, loads. I do towels, whites, and colors. I don't separate anything else because it's just easier for me that way. And um, I do at least one load every single day. If I have a lot of towels, it will be two. Um, So in the morning, my morning routine, I gather all the laundry from the hampers. I put it into the washing machine. I wash it. I go about my day. And usually sometimes, sometime before dinner, when I'm home and I put the load into the dryer and then at nighttime, I usually, when my kids, I'm very grateful that many nights my husband puts my kids to bed, 
and I fold the laundry like while I'm on the phone or listening to a podcast. Um, and then I, I separate it into baskets per room and I put it in the rooms that they go and then I leave them there. And then in the morning, either my kids will put them away or I'll put them away in my morning routine. So part of my cleaning my house routine in the morning is putting away laundry that is folded in the baskets. Same idea, as I said about the house, having a, a time in a way that I do the laundry at this time, you know, in the morning I wash it, in the afternoon it goes in the dryer. If you go to work, it could be right when you get home from work. Um, and at night I fold it and put it in the baskets. And then in the morning I put it away. Now, are there days when I don't have time to do it or I don't wanna do it? Sure, but I never let more than two or three days pass because I don't wanna have a pile to the sky. I don't like having laundry day where there's just laundry and laundry and laundry and laundry. That's really overwhelming for me. Some people love that. Some people like to not think about laundry at all and do it once, once a week. I think the key is what is going to be my system, having a system because not having a system and not knowing what the system is could be really overwhelming. So I think it really all comes down to clarity. What is my system with the laundry? When am I doing laundry? How am I doing laundry? What am I using? to put my laundry in, who's putting the laundry away? Are my kids putting it away? When are they putting it away? So for example, finding systems and finding times to do things. Um, sometimes I used to go downstairs in the morning when my kids were sleeping and see toys all over the floor. And you know, I, I added into the routine that we go downstairs, we put away all the toys, we brush our teeth, and then we go into bed. So it became part of our routine. And I know the toys are gonna get cleaned every night. So really, whatever is going to work for you, but just sitting down and thinking about what is going to work for me. And if you try it and it doesn't work, you know, um, try something else. I know some people have a laundry routine that every single child has their own laundry basket um, and they wash their clothes themselves and they put it in their own basket and it goes in their room and they put it away. Um, some people don't fold clothes at all. They just hang everything in the closet or lay everything flat into the drawer because that's least overwhelming for them. And it feels organized to them because they don't have to see it and everything is laid flat. Um, so it really depends on what's going to work for you. But I think really thinking about what system do I want to try? And it could be fun to buy, you know, really nice baskets um, or, you know, where am I going to keep the baskets and organizing your laundry stuff. When I have nice baskets of all my laundry things organized and towels, you know, I have baskets in my laundry room on the shelf and in one I have all my cleaning stuff and in one I have all my laundry stuff and when I have all my this kind of towels, that kind of towels, and it's really organized and it just, you know, my baskets are piled on the side and it just makes doing laundry more exciting. Not that it's exciting, but makes me want to do it more when everything is organized, has a place on a schedule of when I'm going to do it. Yeah, I love that. And I'll add that one other system that I'm kind of mentioned, but is that with the not folding laundry at all? I know there are people who literally have shelves with baskets with names and they never fold the laundry. They only just sort to baskets and everyone just gets their stuff that way. And that's just, that's the way they roll and that works for them. So yeah, I love that. I think it's so important for people to honor what is going to work for them because if I try to be like someone else, it's not, I might get excited and I might be able to do something for a while, but it's not going to stick because it's not me. And so finding organization within our own personalities 
is the key for some people. For me, I like to open up a drawer and have everything super organized um, in um, sections. For other people, it's much easier for them to just have a drawer, let's say for all the paper goods. So for me, I have baskets for forks, for knives, for straws, for napkins, for cups, um, and it's all in baskets and it's in a drawer and you open it that way. Some people, that would be really overwhelming and they have boxes of the um, forks, knives, spoons, plates, you know, in the box, in the drawer. And that's okay. And that is organized. It's just what is going to be least for me, it's fun. I enjoy getting a nice container and putting it in for some people that's like, oh, that's a waste of time for me because it's not enjoyable for them. So then they, but that's, what's great. Like figuring out what is going to work for me. And one thing, just talking about boxes that I find helps homes look so much more organized. And it's such a, it's a little thing. It might not be little for some people, but when you do it, it's actually huge impact to not have any boxes out. So boxes of diapers box. And again, it you could, if it works for you, but if you want to have that like really organized look, it really helps to not have boxes. So for example, diapers, wipes, you know, if you take them out of the box and put them in a container, um, you know, how they have like those plastic drawers, you know, I used to have one for diapers, one for wipes, one for baby stuff. Um, on my dresser, I had like a diaper organizer where there were all the creams and band-aids and, and, and baby wipes and, and whatever I would need pacifiers, you know, organized there. Um, so, you know, even when I have, um, cups, like big package of cups in a, in a big plastic, I take out the plastic and I just stack them on the shelf. Um, everything comes out of the, con the box, the container, the plastic, and that's how I put it away. Um, even the paper towels, the toilet paper, I take it out and I neatly put it. Um, first of all, it's easier to get to when you want it because it's already open and out. And also it just looks really organized. Um, nice to not have boxes and packages. So that's just one tip if you want things to look really neat to not leave them in the containers that they come in. So there's one thing that I just wanted to add about hampers. I used to have when my kids were little and it was really helpful. Um, it was a hamper that comes with three sections. I only had one hamper in the laundry room because my home was really small. Now I have two floors, but I had one floor, three bedrooms, and we had one hamper with three sections for whites, towels and linen and darks. And I would, it would be super easy because when I, I think every, every day I probably did a different load, a different section. Um, and that way it's actually sorted. You don't have to sort it because it's already sorted. So I just wanted to mention, cause that's a really cool, um, helpful thing. And the other thing I just wanted to mention quickly about cleaning your home. Once a week I do a full cleaning. I'm grateful to have someone do that for me. Um, if I didn't have someone do that for me, I would do that once a week, like full house. But, but again, some people like to do once one room per day. Um, but every single day I do clean and I, maybe we could talk about this another time. I have ways to make it super easy. Like for example, I will mop the floor. I take two rags and I put them on my feet with dish soap and water and I walk around my house. We don't have to wait a whole week until the cleaning lady comes to mop the floor. Even if you're walking around with your baby, you could literally take two rags and put them on your feet and clean up spills. Um, so, you know, I have a spray bottle right near my sink, underneath my sink, and I just 
spray the table, wipe the counters, wipe it down, and it looks like the cleaning lady just came. So there are ways to keep a clean home that are easy and fast. You know, I have wipes underneath the bathrooms, Clorox wipes that I will just wipe down the toilet and wipe down the, the, you know, the counters during the week. And, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be take a long time, but it, you can still maintain in between, even if you have like that one day where you like to do a deep clean. This has been such a great conversation. I'm so excited for the audience to hear this. Rifki, if people want to reach out to you, they want to get organized, they want more tips, they want to figure out how this could work for them, What? how could they reach you and what could they expect? So you can reach me through email, rivetingrelationships, with an S, at gmail.com. And if you have any questions of how to get organized or you feel really overwhelmed and you know where to start, I would love to help you. So you can reach out to me. Um, I offer a free 20-minute consultation where you tell me what you need help with, and I tell you if and how I could help. And yeah, I would love to work with you, help you organize your home, organize your schedule, organize your routine, organize your meals. I love helping people with like meal planning and organizing their shopping lists, whatever it is, organizing under any category. It's what I love to do. So feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Yes. And one of the really special things about working with Rifki um, is that idea that we were talking about earlier Every person's different, every personality is different, every schedule is different, every family is different, depending on whether or not you're pregnant, you have a lot of little kids, big kids, small house, big house, work full day, work part time. And so that's the, I guess, gift and treasure of working with Rifki privately is that she can help you find the ways to get your place organized in a way that really works for you, your life, your circumstances and your situation. So reach out to her. I will put her email down in the comments. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.